got something for you. What is going on, everybody? Whew. We are live. It is Saturday night. We're going to do a little Roto Slappers right here. You see, uh, well, I'm Streets, and you see I'm not alone. I'm joined by the one, the only. Banger. After banger. After, after banger. After banger. Mr. Banger himself, Tim King. How you doing tonight, buddy? Yo, Streets, what's up, my dude? I think it's been two weeks since we got down. Three weeks. Three weeks since we got down on Roto Slappers, bro. So much has happened in fantasy football, in our fantasy football lives. I'm stoked, bro. I'm stoked. It was a wild week. We could, I don't even know if wild is a word to describe the week. Bananas. There was some bananas, some, some insane trades we're going to talk about. Insane. This we think we might have to trade of all trades that we're going to share a little bit, but I don't <laughs> want to spoil too much yet. But yeah, we rookie drafts went off in a blaze of glory this week. League after league after league. I'm pretty sure everybody else that's out there is doing the same thing right now. I'm pretty sure rookie draft mania is happening worldwide, but we have quite a few of them to talk about. So that's what I figured we'll do, right? We'll just yeah, baby. Shoot the breeze a little bit. No tears. We'll get maybe a little rankings later, but. Talk some rookie draft, some the the mega trade of the trade of all trades. We'll talk about, but <laughs> but how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you doing, dude? How are you? How was the birthday party today? I'm You're good. grilling all day. Yeah, grilling all day. You, like I was saying. When you have the party at your house, you almost never get to enjoy it as much. Like it's a lot of you're just running around, you're working, you got a grill, you're flipping burgers, right. you're cleaning up this, sweeping this. There's chalk all over the kitchen floor and not let it's just non-stop working so this is my break i finally get to sit down the first time i've sat all day is coming here and i get to sit down but it's fun but the birthday party was great he had fun that's all that matters right so it's all that matters dude as long as he had a good time eat a little cake open some presents yeah and as long as he's having fun that's all that matters oh yeah he had a blast and that's it's at the end of the day you, who cares right did you have a pinata Oh yeah, we had a pinata. Of course, we did. Pinata. Oh yeah, we definitely had one of those. It, there's always a pinata in this house for those parties. I'm, I'm sure there <laughs> is, dude. I'm sure there is. What, so what, what's on the grill then? What you got a pinata party? Um, you know what? What is on the grill at a sweet barbecue birthday party? So you would think we'd do something crazy, but today we did not. Today we're trying to keep it simple, because. Um, not trying to do that. I wasn't going to smoke anything. We were going to do anything like that. So it was just burgers and hot dogs. And then we got fried chicken too. So all the basics. I figured that you'd have like some all out like taco bar. Yeah. And you'd still be doing all the American stuff on the side. <laughs> I wish or maybe, knowing you, knowing you, you probably have it all set. So where you got the one side, you got the whole taco bar, you got the works on that side. And then on the other side, you got some big mustacholi and some meatballs and some gnocchi lined up. And then you're going that route. That's if I was cooking, that's how it would have gone. That's what we would yeah. have done. But I wasn't going to sit in that kitchen all day doing all of that just for this. That's what made it the burgers and hot dogs 10 times easier. Plus, the kids like the hot dogs more anyway. So, oh, yeah. Dude. But yeah, you are right. Hell yeah. I, I would have whipped up a lasagna if it was <laughs> just the platter, baby. Boom. 
Take the lasagna. Boom. <laughs> ah, but I'm we're, I'm here. We're good. Now I'm having a beer. So cheers. What's on? Uh, I'll, I will raise my glass. I don't want to show my glass. People are going to oh, think I'm a no. Cubs fan. I'm drinking out of this fucking World Series cup. And you got this the- <laughs> fucking flag. I mean, you see the Sox side. I want to cover that up too. But damn, they're going to think I'm some sort of Cubs fan or something. I'm not. Oh, oh, that's bad. You got a Cubs glass. I know. The World Series glass to boot. Oh, God. I'm drinking my captain out of it. What are you drinking? What's what's in the cup? Or what's in right the now, Goose IPA. Cool. cool. Nothing too heavy tonight. Okay. All right. We got some comments. Let's get to those before we go here. Nick, the banger thumbnail. <laughs> Yo, How you doing, buddy, by the way, that thumbnail. Dude. I know. By the way, I like. Yeah, I had an accident in my pants when I saw that one. So thank you for that, Dylan. Ivan. What's up, How you doing, my man? Nipple mania, nipple mania. I love my dynasty league. I have the third overall pick this year. About going after Robinson to pair with Henry. Not sure that so, is. You're going to need who? who um, Robinson. Oh, Bijan. Third overall pick, though. Oh, that's why he threw me off. I'm like, yeah, yeah no, you're yeah, going to you're getting yeah. him at your third overall pick. So I, you're going to have to rethink that one. I'm like, who the hell at third? Like, who the fuck is Robinson, dude? I forgot <laughs> Bijan. I'm just so used to Bijan being Bijan. Yeah, you're going to have to trade up. You're going to have to trade up for sure the, and get that first overall pick. There's no doubt. Yeah, the third threw me off. I was like, third, Robinson. Wait, who, who named Rob going to be there at three? But, yeah, there ain't going to be Bijan there at three. So, Devin, what's up, buddy? We draft all players together. Like, so that's like a redraft? Is that what you mean? You're going to have to. Maybe it's a keeper league. Or a keeper? It so you only a keep a couple league. guys or are you just drafting rookies? Okay. Because that. De- so not all dynasty leagues technically keep everybody. It might not be. It's more of a keeper league then at that point. But some are deep keepers that do like half your roster, 10 players, something like that. Maybe like 10 or, yeah. We need a little more info on that one. JD, how you doing? Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. So are we. I eat. We eat, breathe, and sleep that stuff here. Ah, keeper league. No rookies. So you get. Okay, uh, so it's a keeper so league. So, yeah, at third, you might have Bijan then. So. There's a good. Team. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh god yeah. If, if, if <laughs> third overall, absolutely, dude. I mean, maybe it depends. You know, you might even actually. I don't know. Keeper league depends how many keepers. Bijan might go first. Yeah. It. It. it yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's a shitty to keep a keeper in the first round. You never want to look to get your keeper in the first round, obviously. Unless so, it's a keeper league where you don't. The, the round doesn't matter. Where they some of those do that too, but. Can't, yeah, see, there's <laughs> all leagues are so <laughs> different. Like we need, you know, there's so much context that you need. Um, it's where you know really can say anything. Because I'm not gonna, you know, tell you that advice without it. Oh yeah, that's why when you say say, if you ask a question, always make you can help us by declaring the type of league and things like that that you're into. That'll help a and, lot. And ask really questions, know. please. We're gonna be here. We got so much great stuff going on in Roto. Fire away. Yeah, go ahead. The mic, no, yeah, I'm saying every you guys all watching out there. The the floor is yours too here tonight. So, feel yeah, free to and and you specifically, bro, you got so much awesome stuff coming. First of all, Devin rocked out on the short for you earlier. You you killed it with your top ten rookie running backs in redraft. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Devin put it together in short form. So, streets, your boy, your blue eyed beauty, the face that runs the fantasy space. You're going to see him all over shorts on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. So get 
ready for it. Get ready to see that face. Damn, almost daily, right? 90 players in 90 days. Good luck. Yeah. So if anybody that's so in case anybody's wondering, we'll just let you know exactly what we're talking about right now. But yeah, we're going to break. I'm going to give you a player a day leading up to everybody's drafts, basically Memorial Day weekend. That's how we're going to do it. So you'll get a player a day, a short and just a quick synopsis of that player and the uh, the state of him and Labor Day my weekend. overall thoughts. Labor Day weekend. That seems to be the big. So Labor Day. Oh, yeah. Labor Day. Duh. That, yeah. I get it mixed up. Labor Day weekend is. Yeah, that's the big draft season right there. Right. That's when everybody usually drafts in those next few days before Thursday night. So, yeah. So Labor Day. Oh, I have. There's no way I'd fit 90 players in 90 days before <laughs> Memorial Day. So, yeah. Probably two weeks away, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I better get going like right now yeah. if I'm going to finish that. But yeah, we'll break down a player. I'll tell you where I rank them, what I think of them, when you should take them, when you should, things like that, all in 60 seconds. So stay tuned for that daily. And if you have any yeah. players that you would like to know, always feel free to let, to ask me about them too, because I'll, I'll throw them in and I will include them. I'm not, don't give me. Don't give me like Christian McCaffrey either. Shoot, shoot like the middle. Shoot, shoot a little deeper than that. We like a Ramondre Stevenson or something. Perfect. Somebody yeah. like that. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Dig it. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, yo, we'll talk about All this right. in a little bit. Stay tuned for some uh, Justin Herbert talk because that's definitely going to be on the horizon. We're just <laughs> shooting the shit tonight. So that's definitely on the horizon here momentarily. But yeah, go ahead. You want to share your, let's get, let's do this. No, I just have one more thing I wanted to say too. Um, in addition to all your shorts you're going to be doing in two weeks on Roto Slappers, we're going to start our our redraft draft, basically. So every week we're when we do our show, we're going to do two rounds of our redraft draft. So it'll be dra- rounds one and two, and then we'll do three and four, five and six, and then you get the drift. So basically, we'll probably only do ten rounds, um, knock it down five, six weeks, so. That's good. Ten rounds of, a, I think, a mock are perfect, because after the tenth round anyways, I, I always say, like, Get the guys you want. Start just lining up everybody you want after you get to that point and make sure you get um you get them. That's it. So yeah. Yeah. And I like to look at that that point. I like to look for some of the rookies who will be beneficial to you towards the end of the year. The people who are gonna sit on your bench for 12, 13 weeks, you're not gonna use them. But come week 13, dude, this player, I hate the term, could be a league winner for you. And yeah. those are the guys you want to look for around 11, 12, 13, and then just stash them. Because at the end of the day, those guys you draft 10, 11, 13, or 11, 12, 13, 14, at some point you're likely going to cut them for an extra quarterback, an extra tight end. If you still play in the league with defense, not me, but if you still play in the league with defense, you need a defense. Fuck, you're playing a league with a kicker still. Stop <laughs> it. Get rid of kickers and get Abolish rid of Abolish the kicker. Abolish, Abolish it. it. Just get him, get rid of it. For sure. Ah, yeah, and the, you'll be rookies. I think people are going to be kind of surprised because redraft rankings are almost done, and we got the running back one out that we can we'll talk about in a little bit. Wide receiver will be done too, but the when when we rank them with like the overall ones come out, I think people are going to be surprised that there's not that many that are actually in like the top eighty, top ninety rookie wise. So, well, there so there when, should there shouldn't be. No, yeah, I, I don't see I don't see it. I mean, you got Bijan, you got Gibbs, you got Jordan Addison, and I think quit. Even Quentin Johnson's. If you got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams healthy, but they're never healthy. Who the fuck am I kidding? That's my top four. That's pretty easy to me. Yeah, that's even. Yeah. So like the article, the top 10, the short that you can go look at right now, right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Entertainment Network YouTube page here. I have uh, A-Chain. Devon A-Chain is my fifth rank one. And you made a good point, right? 
it was a perfect point you made about you're going to stash your rookie. And I think that's what you're going to do with a with Devon a chain too. I don't, you're not going to, you're not going to draft him to use him right off the bat. Right. Even if Dalvin cook goes there, uh, I still think he's going to be useful. I think he's going to be a guy that like you comes out of nowhere after a few weeks, could be a month or something like that. Like he gets a couple explosive plays in one game and then like the beast is unleashed. And then he starts, he'll get like 10 carries and a couple passes or something a game, but he's so explosive that he makes, he just makes the most of it. And by the end of the season, then like you kind of talk about, those are the guys that kind of help you out then, but you don't reach for him. You don't take them early and you're going to have to sit on them. So yeah. All right. Let's go. You want to show them? You want to share the screen? Let's do what it. do you want? The trade? The big trade? The monster of the monsters? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's, right, let's, cool. uh, I'll, I'll get in. I'll share this. I'll do I'll do my best right now. Let me get you, this you, sometimes you just have to make these trade. Like, give, so give them some context behind it. League, um, so, people, um, et cetera. So this is a 12-team Superflex. And we... <laughs> It's 12 team super flex tight and premium dynasty league. So this is you keep everybody on your team at all times. You're, we were just doing a rookie draft. So pure rookies. And this, we almost had half the league involved in one trade. I think we started with three or four and I think Tim was just, or three and Tim was like, nah, screw it. I'm going to jump in this and here, let me pull him into this too. Mm-hmm. And next, <laughs> yep. and, uh, and next thing you know, it just turned into this chaos utter chaos Insane. H, H our boy the roto slapper baseball guy blake that's h-town oilers there probably paid a little bit of too much in picks to but yes he, he was, did so we could talk about this all yeah. right so blake all right blake our boy um context behind it he wanted a quarterback he moved up he wanted a this there was a certain one too though he wanted yes. that was the thing he wanted cj stroud okay he was adamant about getting up to number three. We thought he'd just go ahead and get Bryce, Bryce Young. Instead, <laughs> he goes up to three and takes C.J. Stroud. Well, he could have got C.J. Stroud at five and not given nowhere near the draft capital. So Blake gave up, or Blake got pick three from Timbo, which he ended up taking C.J. Stroud with, and a 2024 second-round pick from me. Um, in exchange, he gave... 2023 first round pick, 2023 second round pick, 2024 first round pick, 2024 third, and a 2023 third. So Whew. he gave up a lot. Um, in again, context the 20, I only got in the trade just to get in the trade because I wanted to, I love trades and I wanted to be a, a be a part of this banger. So, well, no, you got, you got because you didn't, you got, you got a pick though in this current draft, then. So, you're correct, man. correct. Yes. And I'm always a proponent of get picks now. So, I traded my second round pick, which is going to be late because I'm going to win the fucking league. So, it'll be like pick 2.1, 2.12, anyways. And if I don't win the league, I'm going to be, you know, it'll be late. It'll be anywhere from 10 to 12. I get, I get, that's what there. So it's going to be my team stacked. So I trade away that pick for a first or for 3.02. So the second pick in the third round. So I come in and get a guy like Jaden Reed. And then what I do, I traded him anyway. But let's keep going with this trade. So Blake gave up a shit ton. He was originally at pick six. That's what the Neely pick was. He was pick six. He then moved up to three, and that's where he took Stroud. Again, contextually, he could have just moved one spot up with Pinkley, got that CJ Stroud at pick five, and not given up like three of these picks. Let's keep moving. So then you got who's the next person? Bakley. 
Bakley was smart here. So Bakley moved down one spot. He moved from what was it five or did he go from four or did he go from I think it six? Was four, I thought four, that because Maddie was the wild card, and I'll, that's what I'll say for at least in Blake's defense for one little tidbit. But go ahead. Okay, so Bakley went from pick four in the first round to pick six in the first round, and in the process got a second and a third round. That's great stuff by Bakley, right? <laughs> yeah, sometimes you when these guys want their guys, you just you take what you what they're you just say all right. I'll move back and go for it. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. And that's what and, and for Bakley it was perfect. And that's why I brought him. I, I was like, dude, move back a couple spots. You're gonna get your guy anyways. You're not gonna miss. I mean, he ended up trading down, trading down. You could talk about that. You offered him a banger package. He didn't take him. I'm not sure why. <laughs> I, 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 I digress. Um, let's keep going with the trade. Bakley did a great job in this trade here. Timbo, look at all those plus signs. All right. Timbo made out like a fucking bandit. Explain this portion of it. You were yeah. more involved with this portion. So Timbo had me cornered, basically, in this one. I had to... I moved up to three prior to the, prior to this trade, just maybe an hour before. I bump up... I So we'll start from the beginning, because I had Tom Brady, and then Kyler Murray, I don't know, he might be out of half a season, and I had no one else in a Superflex League. Like, it was worth it. I went all in. I had no picks either. No picks for two seasons because I went all in. And, uh, yeah, it's nice. You have CMC and Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs, right? So you got some big names, but I had no picks, and I was kind of, yeah, not looking good at quarterback, which is not good in this format. So I kind of figured now might be just let's just rip the Band-Aid off and do it. Let's just reset the clock and – rebuild this thing this season and let's just kick it let's just do it so uh th that's what i started out by doing i moved up to pick three that was with maddie so then i made the trade with maddie i think that was the cmc tyreek hill trade so then i move up to three but then i kind of got cornered by timbo and i was not there was no chance i was coming out of this draft i was i was there was a hundred percent chance i'm leaving with anthony richardson i had set out to do that and I was going to do whatever it takes. So he kind of corners me. So then I just gave up the future pick to make sure the future first for the most part, I think, just to make sure that I got out. Or I don't think that I have even given up the future. Right? No, Blake gave up a future first to make the trade happen is what happened. Yeah. So um, you didn't really give up that much in retrospect. All you gave up was a second round 24 and a, and a third. Yeah, so that's what you didn't really give up too much to move up and get your guy at all. For one spot. So uh, yeah. Dude. So right. I wasn't going to, I would have taken Bryce as a backup plan, but I, I was dead set. There was like, I, I knew in my heart, I was like, no, 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 no. I got to I have to leave this with Anthony Richardson. So I ended, I gave some picks to swap picks and I moved back up. So. Which is, I think that's great for you, dude. You went and you got your guy. What do we yeah. always say? Go get you, your guy. Go get your guy. Identify get your guy. And go get your guy. If Bryce was your guy, if AR 15 was your guy, then go get your guys. And you, yep. You gave a hefty price, um, CMC and Tyree Kill. I mean, you got Bryce, you got DJ Moore. We're Bears fans. You've been on the DJ Moore train for a long time. Yeah. Now he's a bear, so it makes sense that you went out and made that trade. I love that trade for you. And again, you, in, in Dynasty, you gotta you gotta realize things quick. Street song. I got a retired quarterback. I got a quarterback that's on the the IL or the DL. Fucking DL, probably, DL probably the, the IR, whatever, same yeah, thing. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, fucking all over the place. I'm the <laughs> IR, dude. 
Um, I got I got baseball in my head right now. <laughs> um, but but he's going to be on IR. So you got to go get a quarterback and look at the rest of your roster. Where where are you going to get quarterbacks? Man, That's Bryce nice. AR fifteen. Cool. It's a huge start, dude. You look. I have got when I have no. I love and they're, they're all ranked super high. McCaffrey and Terry Kill and these other guys, but in they their value was so high right now that it was I was getting peak like peak value back for them. Whereas if I don't have any quarterbacks, what if I try to band aid this thing for a year or two and I don't fix quarterback like I want to fix quarterback in the season? One of them gets hurt this season. Then you got an aging wide receiver who's coming off a serious injury. Something weird happens. I lose value in there. So I just try, like you just said, I I try to be, you got to be ahead. Just be two steps. You got to play chess with everybody else at times and just try to be a little bit ahead of it. It's not easy to do either rebuild, but we'll get so far. It's going okay. I'm, yeah, you're, you're doing <laughs> awesome. You're doing but awesome. And, we'll get and into the rest all, of that team later. But Bakley, what's up, my dude? Really quick, actually. Uh, Courtney, what's up? What's up? Thank you for tuning in. Really appreciate ah. you um, for tuning in. Justin, my guy, hope you're having a good weekend, brother. I miss you. Can't wait to talk to you soon. Dan, the man, cage my IQ. Thank you for man. tuning in. And yes, Dirt this Sheet one, Dan, baby, my favorite. That's my favorite new character. Dirt, Dirt Sheet, Sheet Dan. Dan. Check out 60 Seconds with Dan. Dirt Sheet Dan right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. That was killer yesterday, too. But yes, this comment right here. Can't wait for the Bloodline Fantasy Draft. Oh, it's going to be so fucking dope, man. It's going to be so exciting. For I can't sure. wait for the Royal Rumble to decide yeah. the draft order of that. Mm. <laughs> so much good stuff so much good stuff coming right here on the bloodline entertainment network youtube twitch we all over the place we're doing big 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 things but all right so this was this was this was the banger of bangers this was five person trade we got the first six picks basically swapped around it was it was really cool it was it was fun to execute you know at the end of the day um it wasn't that crazy of a trade because you're we just kind of swapping around the first six picks it was picks more than yeah so it was just shuffling but picks so putting together a five person like 25 entity um trade is fucking awesome it was the first, was <laughs> we we did it we pulled it off and now we made history because i i i challenge anyone out there to go try to pull off a five team trade and see if you can make it happen that's that's your that's people's homework assignment. So let's see. That was tough. Yeah, man. And then we and then it just fucking blew up, man. I don't know. Oh, if you wanna... <laughs> then more trades in. Oh yeah. The, like, then the just the like the floodgates open after like, that. Then everybody had to trade. I traded even more and kept trading. Then, well, I couldn't help it. Like I did. I was rebuilding. So this is why I. I the one thing I will say for, um, in Blake's defense is. Is that is Maddie was at five, and there's one thing I know about Maddie could have four quarterbacks on his roster. He's not letting one of them go if there's one of right. them there at five. It's just not going to happen. So there was always that, and I think that's what Blake was saying. Like he he would never believe Maddie was not going to take one. So he always knew he had to get ahead of him somehow. So he had to get into like the top four to do so. We had probably paid a little bit extra on that one, but of course. But anyways, so it gets to Maddie at five. Some. I don't, it escalates really quick with him sometimes. You don't even really like it. Started off as he had pick five and I think pick six or seven now at that point. Oh, he trades with Bakley again. Yeah. That's what happens. So Bakley yeah, moves but... back again now to Ugh. seven. So now Maddie's sitting there at five and six. And I want JSN at first. That's who I want. 
But then, so I thought we first, we started negotiating for six because I was like, he's going to take Bryce Young. That's fine. I know what he's doing. And then it just escalated to a point where it was like, well, I'll give you pick five for, for this. And we just, I was like, all right, let's do it. It was Diggs and Hawkinson. And then I took, basically, I got pick it back with Bryce Young. And that was my, so now I have quarterback is fixed. I've just completely rebuilt quarterback. Uh, and I got pick one eight also in these trades. So now I'm going to get one of the wide receivers that I like. Well, I ended up getting Addison, which I'm absolutely thrilled with, except there's one caveat to that because <laughs> the trade I make later, a couple days later now kind of interferes with this one a little bit that we'll talk about as, as you get down to that. But um, which one? Let's talk about it. Which trade? So, because now I have Bryce Young. That's the when I just was throwing some trades out there, this seeing one. if anybody was this monster. Yes, so I, I go to the. T- <laughs> you don't even have DJ Moore anymore. That's right. Fuck, I totally oh, forgot about this monster. I traded DJ Moore, so then I trade a pick package: DJ Moore, Sky Moore. Um, obviously Bryce Young is involved in that, and I get Justin Jefferson back. So now I have Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. So that's the little caveat that I was talking about. But, um, but, but yeah, like I said, oh, and I traded Pickett for. Yo, yo, I don't think that I don't really quick though. I don't think that hurts you having Jordan Addison and Justin Jefferson. No, it doesn't. I've had, I know it's just your handcuff. All you're doing is one, you're monopolizing targets and two, you're handcuffing your number one weapon on your team. So if, J- if JJ goes down, Who's gonna reap the rewards? Yeah, Addison. Addison. So it's you're basically handcuffing your number one asset on your team. And Devin, I said 25 entities, like individual assets that got traded. Like I've never seen anything like that before. That shit was fucking nuts. It was a banger of a trade, dude. But yeah, so I had an old team, no quarterbacks. Oh, and because I like I said, I traded Pickett for uh Jahan Dotson. So now I, I go from a, a no quarter. Well, I had one ha- half a quarterback. Now I kind of only have one and a half quarterbacks. Well, he's out for a half a season. I still like him. I think on a whole other topic, whole other podcast that we will get into his value is bananas to me right now. And he's an absolute buy, by the way, for anyone out there, because I, bro, I, bro, I just got him at pick 18 in a startup. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Yeah, so I think people are going way too overboard on something, and this always happens, and it bites you. I don't stupid narratives flood your mind, and you think things that aren't true. Like, like I saw we were we have a chat, and somebody was like, "Well, because he donated 10k." We're talking about Kyler Murray now, FYI, and because he because he we did, he donated money. Somebody was like, "Well, maybe now if he'd only if he could play football." And the thing about that is like, well. Do you actually see the stats that he kind of puts up when he goes out there and plays football? It's not bad. He's not like he's some horrible player out there. And in fantasy, especially like he, he's what's only second to Mahomes in like QB one weeks in the past, like three seasons. So like it's, you're not, he's not free. And that's what people think that his value is at this point. So it's kind of funny. So yeah, Kyler Murray to me, a buy, but I still have him. So I go from Kyler Murray no picks and a couple studs to Anthony Richardson, Kyler Murray, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Jahan Dotson, and Jordan Addison to start things back off. So, hmm. still, I got to Now I just got to now what you always need to do throw darts at, throw flyers at a lot of stuff. Look for tight ends you think that might break out to 
they, to to trade away things for third round picks that you can turn third round picks and a guy into a second round pick. So that's not what I have to do this season. So, but we're, which is, we're off. Which is fun. You yeah. know, when you, when you play in six of these, it doesn't, you know, if you have like one rebuild, it's all right. I mean, as you know, I'm going to try to win every league right now all the time. But doing what Streets is doing is fun because it's not like you're trying to win. You just heard all the assets. You heard Justin Jefferson. You heard Jamar Chase. It's, it's solid, dude. And yeah. Kyler. Kyler is a QB1, <laughs> an upper echelon QB1. I I, I don't get it. Um, we, we won't drag our feet on, on Kyler at all. But the, the well, people are like, Kyler. well, what are, they're going to draft Caleb. They're going to draft Caleb if they suck this year. And it's what, what are they going to do with Kyler? Well, uh, 20 teams are going to call the Cardinals because he's better than 20 other teams starting quarterbacks. In the yeah, he'll, go, he'll just go to the commanders next year and take <laughs> over for Sam Howell, like They should have done for Lamar this year. Like, it'll yep. be the same shit. Uh. Yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Basically, I have Streets on Retainer in my rebuild in my other league. Yeah, man. Get Streets on Retainer. Hit him up. Hit me up. I love talking trades, man. For sure. De Niro, what's up, brother? Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you, dog. Oh, yeah. So and it, that league just got crazy. That was fun, though. That was a fun week in that league. Yeah, but and I'm you, not done. We're not, not, oh, we're you're, not, we're, I'm done, yeah, but you're not done. Yeah, now you yeah. Get I was going to say, we're going to talk really quick about <laughs> a thing. Um, so for a few, few days, a day or two, Nick, our guy, I don't know if you're still watching Nick. Um, I know you'll come back either way, but Nick has got a little bit of a quarterback issue in this dynasty league. He has Trey Lance and he's got Derek Carr and that's okay. Like Trey Lance, definitely. It's again, super flex. So two quarterbacks, you start two quarterbacks. It's pretty much essential. You want to get your 15 points. You're going to want to start a quarterback in that super flex spot for sure. Trey Lance could be the starter. He could he could be a QB1. Carr could be a QB1 in New Orleans. There's certainly weapons there with Olave and if Michael Thomas could bounce back. Um, they definitely QB2s with super flex, but you want an upper echelon quarterback. So Nick was trying to get Herbert. You know, hell, I was trying to work a three-way trade out where I was going to get him Herbert. <laughs> the trade. So I, I want to ask you, I want to talk about this before we talk about the trade I made. Nick would have been getting... Justin Herbert and Michael Thomas, he would have been giving up Cooper Cup, Miles Sanders, and a 24-second round pick. Knowing the state of his quarterback, what would you have taken that trade for Justin Herbert? Yeah, I would have taken Herbert in that deal. And, it, and if anything, you can get like you can counter it and just ask for like a third back or something like that. Just any if you if you're you're not gonna get a receiver of that caliber back. Right. But I think that fixes a, if it fixes a giant hole, which in super flex quarterback can be, you've just solidified a young top five uh, quarterback now for quite a while, who I think with Kellen Moore is going to regain all of his value this upcoming season. So yeah, that's, 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 that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, look, they're expensive. I, I, so, I told him, I was like, bro, yes, quarterbacks are expensive. Bro, you should take that trade. But I digress. So, you know, I'm always I'm always in motion. I'm always working. I'm always trying yeah, to no, get you, you just swooped in and they were like, well, I'm going to get him then. <laughs> because I was a part of the three-way because I was trying to get Saquon Barkley from Neely. I need a running back badly, all right? Saquon's the dude. I think he's overall running back one, three. He's in there with four, top four with JT, CMC, and Bijan. I haven't even seen Bijan yet. Brees Hall when he comes back. That's your top five. I want a Saquon. I want a top five running back. I got Derrick Henry, but I needed that guy just to make sure my running back spot was solidified. Neely goes to me. 
I'm not trading Saquon until I get this Herbert thing taken care of. And I said, you know what? I have so many fucking assets on my team. Give me Justin Herbert then too. And he's like, you want Herbert? I said, I want Herbert. I said, let's figure something out. So the trade ends up being, I end up getting Saquon Barkley, Justin Herbert, Brandon Ayuk, and Gabe Davis for Russell Wilson, Debo Samuel, Michael Pittman, David Montgomery, Will Levis, Hayden Hurst, a 25-1, and a 25-3. So, all in all, what are your thoughts on that trade? More specifically, Neely's portion of like what he got back. I I don't know what he was quantity is what he was maybe looking for <laughs> over quality I'm guessing I mean Debo's like a, I like Debo I think Pittman can regain some value also especially uh since I believe in Anthony Richardson long term I don't is Pittman there long term that's I don't know right contract year so he can go somewhere else but that don't they can that might not he kill him they could actually hurt that could help you so basically pay attention to the league oh yeah he's like I didn't he, he's you he can't keep up with half this stuff but Pittman can go somewhere and be good because he is a good wide receiver so that's what he's saying Debo and Pinots no I I like Pittman but Russ, I could ex- explain thing. yeah there you go I, Russ is a big thing because Russ is, is probably the sticking point here because Russ the value of Russ. Is what people it's the Kyler thing. Still, it's top 16 quarterback last year. Yep. Getting Sean Payton, new system, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Javante Williams is coming back. You don't think Rusk has the potential to end up being a top 10 quarterback? He does. And that, that I think it's the it's the Kyler Murray issue, right? Almost identical. You recency bias can be a bitch in fantasy football. And I think it you heard a lot of uh you heard a lot of like the the whole the working out in the airplane, the office, the Nathaniel Hackett. That was just a mess in Denver a year ago, right? Maybe it, and Rust was hurt. He was also banged up a little bit. Maybe that lingered more than we think. And now, yeah, Sean Payton's horrendous there. offensive line that they horrendous spent a hundred million dollars on this offseason. So, and then now they have the wizard. Sean Payton is there. So maybe Russ cooks, maybe chef Russ is back and maybe Russ cooks again this season and, and kind of eases all doubts of everything that we've ever heard. Now, do I have him like, could he be top 12? No, but if he's a top 14, it's still fine. And for what he did and he gets the fr- you know, first round back, it's just a lot. And the top two players and they go one to the one team. So I, I get where you're saying on that. I get what oh, I definitely, for sure, I but... definitely feel like I got the better portion of it. <laughs> and I got Brandon Ayuk. Oh, of. yeah. I mean, you, oh. everybody makes the trade 10 out of 10. All times. I wanted was Saquon and Ayuk. Like, I was giving him a banger of – I almost gave him all of this for Saquon and Ayuk. And I don't, I'm not saying I took advantage of him. I'm just saying I offer, it got accepted. We went back he, and forth. Look, he's a big but, boy, and he writes um, yep. fantasy stuff. So he's not he's not dumb. And he's he, in he's, seven seven dynasty leagues, just like I am. Like and he, he said, he, he says he he tells me he knows what he's building too here. And he's yeah. he's like, Don't yeah, I like Will Levis though. I like Will Levis, and I cannot believe in this draft he fell all the way to pick two point three. He fell like in real life. Crazy. <laughs> I was sitting there like, oh my god, I had picked two point seven. I traded Antonio Gibson for no. I traded Antonio Gibson for pick two point three from Timbo. I got Will Levis for Antonio Gibson. What a fucking steal that was, dude. I think Will Levis could be a good. 
um, good piece here. At 25-1 could be a good piece here. David Montgomery is certainly going to get touches in Detroit. So He's got trade well, too. So he's, let's, he, let, let's answer this question really quick. Uh, yeah. First of all, thanks for tuning in, Michael. Appreciate it for sure. He says, do I trade DK in a late 24 for Jalen Waddell, a 25 second and a 24 third? Yep. All day. I'll take Waddle side. All day ending in why. Um, I kind of I, I said it when I did the top 10 for 2023 for rookies. I, my, what I kind of think is going to happen with uh, JSN. I think JSN, he's it's he's not going to be shoved in the back and not used. There's just no chance. He's, he's that talented. He's a first round draft pick. They're going to get him involved. I think it's time to sell DK Metcalf. Because mm-hmm. for what you could still get for DK Metcalf, I think it's always been time to sell DK Metcalf. Yeah. He's, he's the not, no. he's not the wide receiver one. When you go to websites and you see the the trade charts, he should not be sitting at fifty to sixty. He he's not that guy. I, maybe the situation makes him not that guy more than anything, but he just he just ain't that guy. So if you go out and get Jalen Waddle, a bona fide top five wide receiver, hell yeah. Make that trade all day, especially yeah, for twenty four. I think DK is a perfect two. He's probably a good two, decent wide receiver two on your team, but far from that. And he's gotten here. I got it right here. Let's see. He finished fifth in twenty twenty is in wide receivers, and that that was everybody who started buying into him. Then he finished tenth in twenty twenty one, and now he finished seventeenth in twenty twenty two. So he's gotten worse now every year since twenty twenty, and I think. Even though they've been in Tyler, even though Tyler Lockett's been really good that entire time, I just don't see. I think JSN sometime next year is the guy in that offense. That's that's my that's my belief. It's just of I get maybe I just I was too biased maybe on JSN coming in here. I told you I get the tingles from him though. I can feel it in my plums that JSN <laughs> is going to be that guy. So so yeah, now's the time. And now fuck yeah, I'll take Jalen Waddle. All day ending and why that's now they can produce two top 10 wide receivers. We've seen it. So, yeah, they will. The speed, <laughs> all you got to do is give them the ball in space and they will fucking fly. Both of them for sure. And, and Hill's retiring in like two or three years or something. He said anyway. So like, then you get, right. it doesn't, it don't even matter if they're together or not. But so that point, that point is moot as they would say. No, so yeah, I, all day I do it. Why? Wherever he goes. Yeah. Go get waddle and be happy. Just be happy. For sure. Streets, I want to talk about two more trades really quick uh before we move on because they're kind of they're kind of similar. So one basically was a quarterback swap. So we saw Jalen Hurts go to Timbo for Justin Fields mixed in where so it was Hurts, a 24 second and a 25 second for Fields in two first. That's bad. I love Maddie's side of that. What about I, you? Hi. Whoo. So Timbo just using what he got in the deal, the five-team deal, basically, to turn around yes. and go get Jalen Hurts. But this one, I probably – I dislike this one more than the Neely one, if I wow. got to be real. Because what are you – you're get, that is a lot. Two firsts in, just, in, a, in a top five d- dynasty quarterback, that's – where I have them ranked, and I'm not the only one. There's a lot of people who have them ranked there. Like, you know, where I have them ranked, you might like one. Yeah, dude, he's my fuck. No, Mahomes and Allen, but he could be three. He could be three, as high as three. I love Hurts too, though. But like, Hurts is another, he's a running quarterback, right? And 
He got better. Yeah, he could. He the passing improved. I'm not going to slight him in any which way there. He, it did. So he's not just a one way quarterback. We're hoping Fields takes that turn also. But Hertz had interesting start too as a passing quarterback, right? right. It wasn't always sunshines and rainbows for him. So, and now he has two legit alpha wide receivers out there that kind of help him out also. So, and a great tight end, dude. And a great so. tight end. So I don't like, I, I like him, but. He made that ascent that Justin that we're hoping Fields. I don't know. It's just that's a lot because if Justin Fields is a top five quarterback, what is the what, why are you swapping the two for two first? For two yeah, first right. He, he's gonna have to explain that one. I didn't. I told. I don't think I told him already. I didn't like that one. But no, I didn't. That we're was gonna, the one we're, I didn't gonna to, we're gonna have to bring that up to him and ask him why the fuck he made that trade, especially as a Bears fan. But I'm glad he or he's made nervous. That he's trade. A, or he's a scared Bears fan. Is what he? One Ooh, of those. I don't know. I don't want to hear that. Maybe he's not all that. in on him. Huh? Well, I'm all in. If you've heard anything that that I've said, that you that we've said, you know how we feel about Justin Fields. We gotta call him out on that one. Based on that, look at this trade. All right. So that's where I wanted to get to. So knowing my boy Maddie Daddy now had secured my boy Justin Fields, I said, This is easy. Let's go fishing, baby. How am I gonna get Justin Fields? Because again, I think Justin Herbert's great. I think he can be a top five quarterback. If I'm doing a startup league, I'm taking I'm taking Fields over Herbert all day, any day. So not Herbert gave me that ability to go get Fields. Maddie's a Cowboys fan. CD Lamb, first round pick in startup dynasty, though. All right. If not for not if not like 11 or 12, he's there at 13, 14. All right. He's he's that guy. So CD Lamb and Justin Herbert, I gave away to Maddie. And I got back Justin Fields, Tyreek Hill, and Jerry Judy. How do you feel about this trade? That this one's fine. Like this is that's completely. This is a good trade. So this is just Maddie maybe wanting his guy, but also we know him so younger guy than Tyreek Hill. And you saying I don't care. I'm going to go win it all. I'm going to try to win it all this year. I'll worry about next season when I get to next season. And. uh I'm going to go get Tyreek Hill, who's probably – he's still going to be a top five wide receiver this season. He just gave you a timeline, though, that he's not going to be around forever. So – and he's getting a little bit older. So, I, But either way, he's going to be fine for you this year. And you get Jerry Judy if Russell Wilson bounces back under the Sean Payton offense. Who's to say Jerry Judy doesn't have an, uh, his the best season of his career? So I like Jerry, Jerry Judy was a top – or Jerry Judy was a uh, wide receiver one to end the season last year. I think he had go. like three straight 20 plus point games dominating. And then Maddie goes and gets, uh, he, yeah, he gets lamb. So yeah, Good that's boy. the big, probably the, the big fish for him and why he wanted to do it. And then you get fields and Tyree kill and you go, you know what you just, you know what you go do this. You always do this. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence and nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a, just a big, hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. God damn right, baby. Right? If you ain't first, you're last. That's the, that is the Tim M.O. That's the way it should be, though. Well, you should always do that. Sure, baby. You might have to tear it down and retool once in a blue moon, but for the most part, you should always try to do it. Try to keep yourself with always keep Always project maybe a year ahead, and that's it. You don't it. don't chase unicorns of like some long decade Hall of Famer. That's and try to fill your team up with that. Play it two years by two years. That's that's the way to go. So yeah, but yeah. yeah so I like that trade. I like it. Yeah, better than the Hurts one. And I'm not. Hold on. I saw. Hold on. 
He made a bakely. Because I want to be clear on something. He said, don't hate Mike. Nobody hates Hurts. He's a baller, top five quarterback, both fantasy and real life. And I love Jalen Hurts. No, I'm not hating on him. I'm just telling you, he had a similar ascent up. It wasn't always sunshines and rainbows early for him. And you know that it wasn't. So. No, not at all. No, we love we love Jalen Hurts and his performance in the Super Bowl was MVP worthy in a losing effort. So now there's there is no slander around here. He said sarcasm. Actually, I'm going to probably I've never done this in my entire life. Like hell is freezing over because I might possibly be keeping a quarterback in a key in a in a single keeper keeper league. I might be keeping Hurts in two leagues, not even just one. That's how bananas gets when we do quarterbacks for redraft. When we, we do the quarterback show, it'll happen uh, at some point. Oh, it's I, gonna, wait. I have so much on that, dude. Why you should take a fucking quarterback top flight quarterback early, but don't get me started on that. I'm now. not bad. I'm not as crazy, but this is the first time I have three or four, I think in the top 50. Usually I try to keep them all the way out to about pick 50, but this year I do have about three or four of them in the top 50. So this is such a fucking crap shit with injuries. It's crazy. But, it's crazy. Uh, All right. Look at this. This is beautiful. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I figured if we're still on Dynasty, let's just let's get this up. Let's talk about it really quick and then let's roll a redraft. So we're in so many dynasty leagues, right? And you know, I love rankings and spreadsheets. So what I did was I went and I took the seven leagues, seven. Yeah, I'm a sicko. The seven dynasty leagues that I've had rookie drafts in, and I put them together. So I ranked them out. And then we did the ADP for where they're where they're drafted. So if you haven't done your rookie redraft yet, please go to bloodlinenetwork.com. Click on this article right here, the 2023 Dynasty Superflex Rookie Rankings. And we have put together a top 30 rookie rankings for you. It's really, really cool. Um, it's really some things I noticed. Bijan obviously should have been the clear-cut number one. He went number two in one league. Anthony Richardson went number one. Streets in any league, any situation. Anthony Richardson, should he have gone number one over Bijan? No, 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 no. Look, I get, I've, I've seen it, and I've, I've heard, I've heard the people talk about. Well, I have the court, I have the need, I have to have the quarterback. Like I have to hit on quarterback. It's super flex. That's where I, I have Jonathan Taylor and Kenneth Walker, something crazy like that already. I, I get it, but no. Because you trade it, you go and trade that pick. Yeah, back. then you move back. Just move back right. and trade back, and get your keep yourself in the top four or something. Let somebody else go move up, and then take Bijan, and you still get a quarterback. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you have to trade that pick. When I saw that, I was flabbergasted. I was like, "What?" Nah, anyway, it's not. My I would. I would have been if I was two. I would have been like, "Holy, f- that would have been." Like, yeah, you would have had to call right. like a doctor. Because if an erection lasts longer than eight hours at that point, because that's might have that's might have what went down. Yeah, right. No shit. But yeah, man. So we'll just rip it really quick. So Bijan, obviously number one. Anthony Richardson, number two. Bryce Young, number three. C.J. Stroud over Gibbs. I was a little surprised. C.J. Stroud comes in an ADP of four point one to Jameer Gibbs four point four. This one consummate. Every single person or every single draft. Jackson Smith the Jibba, number six overall. Like, consummate. You know, every draft, JSN is going number six, which is usually followed by Quentin Johnson. It, di- it didn't happen in one of them only. 
but in six out of seven, Quinton Johnston went uh, seven overall. Then Jordan Addison's a Flowers. Will Levis, number 10. He went, in some of them, crazy. He was all over the place. 11, 12, 15, 11. So it's kind of wild. Like I said, that 15 is the one I got to take advantage of. I enjoyed that. Dalton Kincaid, Zach Charbonnet. Of these guys, Streets, these are the guys I want to ask you about. So obviously you love this kid in Miami. Um, you boy, I think we talked about Kendry Miller. You and I have talked about Kendry Miller. Um, so I want to hear your thoughts on the kid from Miami. I want to hear your thoughts on Kendry Miller and these these re- receivers here. If you have pick 14, 15, who are you grabbing here? Are you trying to get one of these running backs, or do you want a Jonathan Mingo or a uh, or like a Michael Mayer or something? I Kendra Miller is who I would probably prioritize at the, uh, That's who I'd want over. I love a chain and he's my number five in redraft. He's a guy that I prefer to, to, to go year to year with though. Like not make a long-term investment in, if that makes any sense, like get him yeah. in redraft and then get him again next year in redraft. If he's still doing good, I don't, he's he, the frame more. He's just a smaller guy. And I don't know if he's going to hold up. Yeah. So that's it, it worries me a little bit. I don't, it's just, I, don't, I have no sound statistics or anything to back that up. It's just a gut. So I prefer him more in redraft. I love him in redraft because I think he could be really good, but just for a short period of time, like he could be very explosive, make you know, win you a few weeks, um, super like fast. A, like a yeah. In a sense, like our rhino. Yeah. Like he's going to be, you're going to watch him and go, holy shit, he's fast and explosive. And then he's going to get hit hard once and he's not that big and he's going to get hurt. And then it's just all downhill from there. So I, uh, uh, Miller is the guy, my favorite, probably of those. I cool. think long-term, I love it. I think he can be the guy in New Orleans. Uh, Alvin Kamara obviously didn't look the greatest. Le- like he's, still, he's still a great pass catching back. The rushing days are starting. You see the decline there a little bit in him, but the big thing now facing the the half whatever the eight game suspension possibly. I'm just spitballing this, and then Jamal Williams. I mean, what did he sign a multi year deal there? Yeah, 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 but for it, like six million a year. I thought. I don't see. I still think he can overtake him, or at least take like the the sixty percent. 65% of the of the load there over him next season. So Miller's a guy I like long-term, a lot of that. Who are the receivers? Because I can't really see. Oh, yeah, sorry. Like, hold on. So, so in that range, you're looking at Jonathan Mingo. He is one that I'm curious about. So he kind of fluctuated 15, 14, 15, 11, 10, 17, 17. The 10 is what I was curious about. That was really high. So you got Jonathan Mingo. You got Marvin Mims, who went to Denver. Josh Downs, who went to the Colts. What about Rashi Rice, the wide receiver going to Kansas City? Do obviously not at pick 13, 14, but if you got to pick 18, these receivers are all there. Who are you looking at? Man, I don't know. Uh I like see so, I think I think like a Rashi Rice due to location going to Kansas City, I prefer over a guy like Josh Downs going to Indy where we know there's Michael Pittman, and we know Alec Pierce is there already. Marvin Mims, he's intriguing going to Denver. You know they want to trade Sutton or Judy. There's, you know, there, there could be some some room for targets there. I don't know, man. What about yeah. you? So the guy who picked Mingo better, really, must have watched the Steve Smith uh, bit. It's Steve your boy. Smith. It's your boy, S.M. Pack. 
Oh, he he was so, That's what I mean. So he oh then because he damn it because he went he, isn't he from that state? Or Rhino's down there. Rhino's down there living. That's why, and he likes me and go. But mm. but Steve Steve Smith was on um, NFL Network talking about Mingo, and every that I saw somebody put it into like a YouTube clip where like Steve Smith has guessed a couple wide receivers now that have exploded and been really good. I don't. I mean, there's probably many he's gotten wrong. I don't. I just saw the the clip, and they probably nitpicked the two or three. I think Cooper Cup was one of them that he was super high on after the draft too, like Mingo is right now. Um, he does know wide receivers, and he was one hell of one. I just the Rashi Rice. So is he? Is he? Are we ch- being trapped by Kansas City again? Because is he just going to be Mecole Hardman and or Sky Moore? The verdict's not out on Sky Moore yet. But what are we? Are we jumping ahead and overdrafting Kansas City receivers because they're going to Kansas City, even though they might not be as talented as other guys? I. <sighs> I don't have yeah. any of them. So this is kind of well because we don't have we don't what no. we should have prefaced this is I should have prefaced this when I started talking about this. We I I had picks in like one two of these leagues, all right? Because again, if you're not first or last, I'm trading my picks all day to get talent to win now. So I didn't draft any of these guys. Yeah. How about this? I don't I can't really see who's there, but if I'm going to guess that range, I might I actually well, I'm I know stop you. sharing the damn screen. I know. I have bad eyes, though, so don't listen to anything that I'm telling you. I like – you don't like Josh Downs. I don't actually mind Josh Downs. And my reason behind not minding Josh Downs is because sometimes it's not bad to get the guy who comes in with the quarterback because now they come in together as rookies are playing catch in the parking lot. Like, they're going to be – they're probably going to become good friends as they go. And Pittman, like, we don't know if he's going to get extended. So there is there is a chance that Josh Downs can do something there. Maybe Jalen Hyatt. I kind of like for those kind of guys right there in those second round range goes well, to New York. You get Jalen Hyatt. You get Jalen Hyatt late. He was all the way down in the thirdish. Yeah, yeah, first first pick in the third round, dude. That's what I mean. So that's what kind of I and that's why I say him though because I'm not an overly big fan of some of those that bunch of wide receivers that are going right there in that that second round pick. I guess. Can I ask you? Just can I ask a, you a quick? Can I ask you a quick question? Uh, I like, someone just, in a good spot, but go ahead. Yeah, no, someone just sent me a, a text message asking this. Dynasty, super flex. We got tight end premium, A.J. Brown, Travis Kelsey, and Trey Lance for Justin Herbert and T.J. Hawkinson. What is what it? Are so, your, what say are it one more time. What is the trade again? Oh, you, yeah. I see it right there. Yeah, it's, I was going to say it's. I think that. I, th- I think it's tough. I think that the the AJV side might be better um, because you should get another piece back. I don't know. I I, I probably wouldn't make that trade to be honest with you. Oh. Especially so, premium. So he's looking for a quarterback. He's got to give up the flyer and Lance, and then AJ Brown and Travis Kelsey. That's it's big. That's definitely a hefty fee. I'd prefer just giving up AJ Brown, right? And Trey Lance. Then go get it. Right. And keep Kelsey, right? It's not bad. You, you get Hawk back. So you maybe you replace Kelsey with Hawkinson if Kelsey right. gets older. He's going to be a target hog. He's going to yep. be the Adam Thielen in that offense for sure. It's not, I think it's it's fair. It's not not fair. 
So you you're saying you think that you would offer AJB and Trey Lance for like just Herbert and get the tight ends out of there? Yeah, because if is your team ready to win? I guess you regardless. If I, if I'm trying to win now, the team the team was 11 and 0 last year, um, and then you know hit a little rough rough patch in the playoffs. The quarterback position. Yeah, that's what it looks like. So you're just trying to fix you're trying to fix quarterback at that point. I don't. I would keep looking. And see what you can find. I mean, if you're willing to give up AJ Brown, I think you can find a quarterback. And Kelsey, yeah, you can get a quarterback for one of those guys. You could probably keep Kelsey too. And that's right. Just go trade AJ Brown for a quarterback, or AJ Brown and Lance for. It's just Kelsey might be old, but good lord, he's a league winner. Like there is no other. He's the cheat code of all cheat codes when it comes to, in fantasy football. He really is. So it's kind of hard. It's very hard for me to trade him. Because I don't need his trade value, I get because of the age, but I don't necessarily agree with with many probably have perceive his trade value to be. Because, like I said, cheat code. He's the ultimate cheat code out there. He's a wide top five wide receiver in a tight end premium league. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver, not tight end. We're talking top like probably top ten yeah, wide no, no, number end. wise yeah. to wide. Yeah, that convert to wide receiver. Yes, yes. Right. So it's very yeah, hard man. to just give him up. I, yeah, I probably, I don't, yeah, I don't, I personally said, I, I think he's given up a lot. I think it's a lot, dude, because if you look at Trey Lance, like I like we said earlier, what if Trey Lance goes fucking Purdy wasn't great. He wasn't good. They just ran the offense around him. All right. His go look at it. He, He passed for 149 yards per game or some shit. Like he wasn't good. Trey Lance was drafted third overall. They invested three first-round picks into this dude. You don't think that they're going to try to give him every chance in the world to succeed? You got weapons like CMC and Debo and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle there and Elijah Mitchell, greatest offensive line and a badass defense and a genius head coach. You don't think they're going to try to give this kid every chance to succeed? Yeah, I I do. I think he's going to get a crack at some point again, for sure. So I agree with that. It's a but, lot, man. But if, like if, I'm, if, I'm doing, if I'm doing like a, like a fucking trade chart in my head, right? I'm looking at it like 60, 50, and 40. So it's like 150 for 70 and 40. So it's like 150 for 110. So I would need like another 40 points back somewhere. So is it another wide receiver? Like a obvious, like a, a Jerry Judy type, I should say, a Brandon Ayuk type to fill that spot like a third guy back or a pick i think is essential in this trade yep i would agree with that it's kelsey's still very very i i think kelsey is still almost double not quite but he's close to double hawkinson's value to me yeah. so um, he, yeah. i got him like a third higher like six yeah he's still i don't know how I get the Kyle Pitts love and he should be ranked very high in dynasty leagues, but man, I don't, I could still, I can make a case that Kelsey should still be one until Kelsey's legs are falling off and he calls it quits and he retires. Like just take the cheat code and run with it. I would so, take, man, you would think I'm fucking crazy, but I would say Kelsey. I would say Goddard. I would say Hawkinson. I would take Kittle. I would take all four of those guys over. I'd take fucking Kyle Pitts. Fuck Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Shitty ass fucking <laughs> offense. No fucking quarterback, dude. No touchdown potential, dude. 
No, man. I, I think he's a good player, and I, I get why his value is where it's at in Dynasty League still, but that the offensive scheme there, the head coach there, now they got Bijan that are going to run into the ground, probably just run it 50 they times got a Bichon, game. They got Bijan taking fucking reps at wide receiver in his first fucking scrimmage or his first practice, dude. That's funny because they don't throw the ball, so that's kind of <laughs> – Right. They got him lining up on the outside taking fucking uh, wide receiver drills and shit. But, yeah, if you're, here's, if you're trading A.J. Brown and Kelsey, you could get – Shoot, you can go hunt, go fishing for like Burl, something like that. Yeah, dude, that's what you should start doing then. Like for two for one without, yeah, without getting rid of that third piece because then you can go trade trade Lance for a, a wide receiver and get that wide receiver back. Yep. So you go and do AJB and Kelsey for a quarterback plus because even if you're getting a Burl or a Hertz, you still are going to get a piece back with it because AJB and Kelsey is a lot. And then go flip Lance for something else. So you work in two trades at one time. You go and get your guy here, and then you go and get your pieces back with the guy that you're replacing. Yep. But you, yeah. That's all I do is go, trade. If you're gonna, if you're willing to trade those two, go big game hunting. That's what I. That's what I would do. Herbert's big, but I, you could. I'm talking. Go big, look for big. Josh Allen. Yeah, go for. Was, go, I mean, I think there's there's three guys I have. Go for in Patrick mind. Mahomes, dude. And those are the guys you can go hunt for Patrick Mahomes. And I think I know what league this is, and it might not be a bad. I think the guy, the guy with Patrick Mahomes, would probably love to trade him for a package. So yeah. I mean, that might not be a guy. I think and the guy with Mahomes off- is looking to retool. If, if the guy with Mahomes got offered something like this, he'd be all over it. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> so you, if you, I'd give all three. Oh of them no! Mahomes, by the way. Oh shit! A trade was just completed, and well, it looks like it's a moot point now. It looks like the trade went through. Hey. People are going to do what people are going to want to do, man. We're not here to stop them. Dad, oh, Maddie, Daddy's watching while we're talking the trade, my man. Maddie, Daddy. Oh, I, I knew that. Monday night. So after we started talking about it, I kind of figured who with whose trade this was all yeah. going to be after a second. But Hey, my bad, Maddie. I wasn't trying to, to cock block or cuck you on your no. trade, bro. But I was just saying you, you got a, a little bit more value than you should have there. You probably should give it up a little. I'm not sure piece or two. But, hey, I'm certainly not going to slice you in. Goff is definitely available, and Dak's available too for the right price. You know me, man. Everyone's available. Probably not Justin Fields, but everyone else is available. <laughs> well, what he's up, got a quarterback dude? now, so at yeah, least sure. he, he fixed that problem. But you could, I should have. We could have went big game hunting. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. People are gonna go get their guys, man. What, what did we say earlier? How many times did we say it earlier? Go get your guy, right? If that's your guy, go get your guy. Nick's Nick's want this guy's want Herbert for for days now. I yeah. cock blocked him on Herbert with that Saquon trade. Now he went out and he got his guy. Yeah, you, Neely's, get, probably, you know Neely's probably sitting there like, wait a second, I could have got AJ Brown, I could have got Travis Kelsey, and I could have got Trey Lance for Justin Herbert plus what I, he had like Mark Andrews or Goddard. Which is similar. Oh, Neely, like a poor kid. I'm glad you got your guys, Nick. This was fun. This was a good conversation. That's the thing about trading is you got to be fat. You got to be. It's oh man, I don't know. It's crazy. Like you either put guys on blocks, which is the smart thing to do, probably. You let everybody kind of take a crack at it and see what you can get for it, or you just wait, or you just sit back and wait until you get something enormous for what you're looking for. But hey, trade. I'm glad that yeah. just happened live on air. That was dope, dude. That was exactly what we wanted. Awesome if, stuff. If there's anybody that's going to trade while we're live on air, it's going to be Maddie. 
there's no hand hands down. So big facts, big <laughs> facts. That was cool shit, guys. That was good, good stuff. Uh, that's fun. All right, woo! I'm sweating now. Now I'm getting hot. That's a lot of man. That trade, that trade's got me. I know, man. I'm, I was like big games. Phone. I was looking to talk so here, about it. Let's. This is. This is. Let's think about this for a second. If we date back now to like maybe two weeks ago, McCaffrey, Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown, Stefan Diggs, Herbert, Justin Jefferson, Bar- Jefferson, Bar- Barkley, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, ninety percent Justin of the Herbert time, three times, three times for Herbert. I love that. I love Lamb, these because of that. Saquon Barkley. So the top Samuel, guys. Michael Pittman, Brandon Ayuk, Bryce Young already. Yeah. So five basically team, a five team pick trade. <laughs> so top 99% of the top 40, 30 players in a super flex dynasty startup right now, all have been traded in this league. Now multiple times, some of them in the last week, ah, oh, man, it's what funny. A week, our, dude. our other league, the triple B, the dynasty double deuces. Mahomes has been on like seven teams. It seems like at this point. <laughs> so the best player in all of Superflex keeps getting moved around. And we're just trying to get the Roto Slappers League to the Dynasty uh, Double Deuces League. That league is incredible. It's the funnest league we're in. Maddie, Danny, thank you so much for bringing Streets and myself into that league. Those guys are just a fucking hoot. Shit, Hitman, our boy Hitman got us into a. I've never heard of this before. This is how sick we are and sick these fucking people are that we play this shit with. We are doing a best ball dynasty league. Right, right. A super flex, tight end premium, best ball dynasty league. You keep your players on fucking best ball. I I mean, trades, I never heard of this shit before. Do I love it? Hell yeah. Did I hit, smash that invite button, or accept that invite right away? Send it to streets right away? Hell yeah, but wild man these cats are wild dude yeah and he's a character always when is he setting this up oh yeah we did it last year i guess i'm like he's got to be a lot of on the fly changing rules and coming up with stuff as we're doing yeah i've never heard of it but it's fun but it's always fun and he's a he's everyone in that league's awesome so great guys great maddie monday night let's go dude i can't wait for that maddie and we had we had uh, Brad. Brad was on. Um, I've a bourbon dude. He's a, he's fucking awesome. He's in that one as well. So that was cool. Maybe maybe we'll try. And I want to get Zach on one time. I'd love to get Grayson on this show. I'd love to get Diamond Stud on, dude. I'd love to get. Uh, I'd love to get uh, with Andy on. Commissioner. And we will need Justin. We'll get Hitman on. But I'm gonna. We're gonna need Nick. We're gonna need somebody. Devin, anyone out there to run a dump button? possibly on that <laughs> so <laughs> oh, we'll just need someone in the behind the scenes that had on a dump button for him because when he goes he'll say be, it'll have to be some after hours shit it can't be roto slappers <laughs> we get hitman on live it would have to be after hours it couldn't be it couldn't be live. but you'll laugh shit. it's like bringing andrew dice clay probably onto this so yeah we're yeah it's really cool man I, i'm Great glad man. maddie got me involved in and the reason i'm in these seven dynasties and have the fucking sheet that we have up is because maddie got me involved in the one get involved with the one and you know you, you meet people in the community and it spins out and yeah so here you are in nine of them you know what i mean and i'm glad our roto slappers league and you you know all the trades we talk about usually we say people don't give a shit like they don't want to hear you talk about trades whatever reason we're breaking all these trades down is one it's fun but two it'll give you an, an analysis of 
what you should and shouldn't do. I mean, we went through a lot of trades tonight and, you know, a vision of good and a vision of bad, um, what you should accept. We best are friends on this live show. So that's it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But- no. Yeah. We don't no, no hold. We're not fucking holding shots back and we're not experts. We're not gurus by any means. So our opinions are that just word. that an opinion. So yep. I hate, I absolutely hate that word. We've talked yeah. about, we, we broke that down when we were floor slappers. Yeah. Yeah. No guru. Yeah. So don't even want to call streets the guru. He's the fantasy, fantasy football guru, the face that runs fantasy space. But, uh, so what's, yeah, what's that a guru? Yeah. Fucking stupid. That's what a guru is. But yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. So what else you got? You want to talk about your redraft, uh, running back rankings really quickly yeah. before we Let's hit the it. road? Um, we, we, we've been talking dynasty this whole show. I know you are. So that's good. All right. So we got the dynasty fixed. We hit it. Now we're probably going to be hitting redraft going forward. So Street's going to rip his, his just a little bit, his super early redraft running back rankings. And then, like I said, at next shows, we're going to start doing our mocks and everything and pretty much tears for, for a redraft. Everything will be redraft pretty much going forward. Um, we get closer and closer. Like we start edging closer. We got some, some, some mocks with, if you other people you you guys want to hop on that are out there right now, so please, and that's what we're saying. People from our Roto League, people from the DDD League, our fucking bloodline crew, our home crew, anyone who wants to come out and do this shit for fun, let's do this shit for fun for yeah. sure. Streets, are you able to see this or no? I have my own rankings, anyways. If you, All right. I, I don't even. So I'll leave it up. I'll leave it up for people to see uh, on the screen, and then you can just kind of. Just shoot. Do you, do you, bro? You got the cooler version of it, though. I just have like the Excel sheet version of it. But yeah, we're we're off and rocking. Redraft rankings are live. We we're gonna kick it off with the the running back position. It's the I, I'm not gonna say most popular. What's a word that we can describe with this one? Uh, mm, kind of. It's not important either. Um, I, I know, I know, I know what you're trying. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. It's the like most. It's, it's the deepest. It's the deepest position. No, because that's no. wide receiver. It's um, the. It's like people care about it more though. They yeah. I I don't know why. There's they so still, many out there that have to have. They have to have that one right away. Yeah. yeah. So, but don't get me wrong. It's not a bad idea. I'm not hating on that. They used to be me. Like, I used yeah. to have to have three running backs. It used just, to be running back, running back, running back. There's just different ways to build it. You don't have to corner yourself into like give me. I'll take Justin Jefferson any day of the week in the first round of the draft. Like I'm not gonna, like I know people. What we're trying to say is there's people out there that would skip Justin Jefferson to get themselves an RB one. They have to have an RB one on their roster. Like they'll start with two of those running backs if they have to in the first rounds. But yeah, so I don't know what I'll think of the word that I'm looking for. But it is definitely the most polarizing position of all of them. How's that? (laughs) <laughs> there you go. I like that one. That's a good one. So yeah, we there's not there's nothing crazy in the in the beginning. I do have Austin Eckler one. I know Christian McCaffrey is going to top a lot of people's lists, like overall lists, not even just running back lists. He's probably going to be number one to PPR regular and, and just every format out there. I have him two, and we we did the one twenty. Never finished it yet, but we're going to get back to that as we get these ranks out because i do want to give you guys a little tidbit on some of these guys not just give you the name so there'll be a couple articles that come along with with some of this but i had said when when elijah mitchell was active 
the workload on Christian McCaffrey was kind of hindered a little bit. I think he only had 10 carries in those games that Elijah Mitchell was active. So he's super talented. He's going to get a lot of work. He's going to get a lot of pass, like a lot of catches, blah, 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 blah. I get it. And he's going to be a top five running back, but do they hold him back just enough or a little bit during the regular season to conserve him and try to use two backs, blah, 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 to where Austin Neckler still remains the top back. As long as he stays in Los Angeles, I almost said San Diego, but as long as he stays in Los Angeles, it's always going to be San Diego to me. I still, I, I in my eyes, Eckler's going to stay there. He's going to play out that last year there. It just seems, just seems that way. He kind of said he was going to do that. So another, he's the best. Re- I think he's the best receiving back in football. Yeah, he's not the best overall. McCaffrey does both both things bet a little bit better than him, but Eckler I think is better in the receiving game. He's going to catch eighty passes again, something like some outstanding number there. So. I have Eckler slightly ahead of him. I don't doubt you or I don't hate on you or I don't think you're stupid if you take McCaffrey number one in this situation or you take McCaffrey number one overall. I Justin Jefferson is my number one overall overall player that I'm taking so, this season. Even over and, even over Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes? Well, this is not super flex. I'm yeah, just, so, yeah. I'm, I know. I'm just kidding. Oh, you, you mean even in that? Yeah, of course in that. Yeah, you're, you're, you're ready to take Allen, like pick 20. Um, <laughs> Bigley says most essential position. That's that's but, fair. But here's the thing. I don't know. A if lot of injuries. Most essential. That's the kicker, right? You can zero RB is a very controversial method. It's very controversial. People hate it. People love it. The results. I tried it. I've tried it many, many times, and I'm not saying you could win it all doing zero RB, but it's not easy, and you can you can have some very bad years trying to pull off zero RB because you're just scrounging trying to find a running back. So I just recommend BPA always. Just best player available. Fill out your team. Don't reach. Don't do stupid things. Don't plug holes because you need a guy to go here. And you need to, like just take keep getting acquire the best players that you can acquire as the draft goes on. And then go make trades. And then go trade, yeah. And then trade, like, 90 times. <laughs> to fill your roster the way you want to fill your roster. Yes. BPA all day. Don't just go take a tight end in the fifth round because you're like, fuck, I need a tight end. And, or in the seventh round, and yep. all the good tight ends are gone. You're like, I'm going to take Pat Fryermuth in the sixth round when you should be taking him in the 10th or 11th. Yeah. You know? That's why I don't like Essential, because I feel like Essential makes it seem like you're going to – you. that's somebody who would draft – a running back ahead of Justin Jefferson when he's not better than Justin Jefferson would use the word essential. That's why I said polarizing because there's people out there that think that, but anyways, there's that dude. When I said the five running backs earlier, I apologize for not including him. He is definitely there in that fucking core. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why he's still my one. Obviously, my RB ones Eckler McCaffrey. If I tiered them into two tiers for RB one, the bono. These are the these are the dogs. The, the dogs are the Eckler McCaffrey, Bijan Taylor, Saquon. How do so, you guys just put fucking Bijan there though, man? It's crazy to me. It's, I'd never draft this guy in the first round in a fucking redraft league. I wouldn't even take him in like a startup league. So but it's fucking crazy. You guys are taking this guy. So early in dynasty startups, you guys are taking this guy top five, top seven in redraft. Never seen this guy play football. I know. Easy. Is I would I'd be less. I I actually have him higher in redraft. Is surprisingly maybe because of the running back thing. 
that's it plays a part in it for that's me. True. Atlanta, but, right? Atlanta's running back scheme—they did lead the league in rushing last year with yeah. nobody there. So, and he's super healthy, coming. He's fresh. He's a rookie. And the one thing I know, like when it comes to running backs, the workload triumphs everything. If you're going to get a guy who's going to carry the football 300 times this season or touch it 350, whatever it is, he's going to be a top five running back. And that's what we expect Bijan to be. And what was already a very, very good rush running game that they had in Atlanta last year. So that's why he's in there for me. And yeah, he's moved into the top five for me. And it's fair and redraft. So it's just when you, when I, when you, when you're doing projections, like I don't sit down and go through every single team and try to, and like, well, they're going to, he's going to throw the football 600 times. He's going to do this. I, I look at, I'm going to shout out someone that does that. I, I kind of, I look at his, but then I also kind of look at last year's totals and I look at if the, if as long as the coaching staff is the same and things like that, but like, um, and it's there for everyone to see too. You can actually just go to his, his Twitter page, but it's actually very beneficial. And he puts it out in PDF form too. That's what I love about the fantasy football community. To be honest with you, everyone is awesome and nobody, everyone shares everything. And this is a big dog too in the industry, but everybody kind of, is so friendly and helps everybody out. But he he leaves a PDF out of uh like Clay. That's what I'm talking about from ESPN. And I if I ha- I have it, I'll show you. I'll send it to you one of these days. But it's a PDF, and you can go through. And it's just a breakdown of um of pass attempts, basically. Per each team gets a sheet, and it just shows you like if Lamar Jackson is going to have blah 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 this many attempts or completions of this many attempts for. Um, 3,200 yards on the season is his estimate and stuff like that. So I use that because I'm not going to, I'm not a game. I'm not a guy who breaks it down, but then I also kind of take that and I look at last season. So and that's how, and that's how I kind of base the fact of B. John Robinson and the workload. And if he's going to get the workload that we expect that he's going to get based on the team that he's on and what they scheme, there's just no way around him not being a top 10 player. Like it's just look at Najee Harris for the instance has been, he hasn't been great. He doesn't score. It's it's like he, but the workload has kept him in the top fourteen because he just gets it. So, uh, well, and that's because this is a shitty position, is what it is. At the end of the day, running back is a shitty position. When you're no one thought Josh Jacobs was going to be the number three overall running back last year. You finally got, and I'm I'm not I'm not dogging Jacobs or Ramondre Stevenson or Tony I Pollard. Hate, I don't even have but, that, but I guess that's how good. Yeah, no, you're right. And and uh, in points per game probably matters more than points per season too when it comes to this. So that kind of nick that kills Najee, to be honest. He's more of a long like he gets you everything by the end of the year, but it's a lot, it's a little bits each season where some of these other guys miss three, four weeks, but they still have more points per game. Than yeah, it's like so. you get like you get like twelve points from Najee Harris for sixteen weeks. Yeah, and that'll add up to running back 14. Yep. But you want, if you're drafting a guy this high, you want fucking 18, 22 point weeks. You yep. want to have that blow up one week at 32 points and then, you know, get your, then everything else consistently is your 12 to 14 points on down weeks, but you got it. you're not going to get that. But that's why Najee's still going to be there. He's going to be hanging around again this year. He's going to be probably a top 12 ish, 13 running right. back based on the workload that he gets. So yeah, back to these though, real quick. Obviously, the rest of my RB1s. Brees Hall, I expect to be ready for week one. It sounds like that. As long as Brees Hall's there for week one, to me, 
easy top 10 running back. Derrick Henry still in Tennessee, 300 carries. As long as he's there, maybe if they're suck and they're not of it, maybe they want to see uh, Spears a little bit towards the end of the season. Um, He'll get traded. If that's the case, he'll, he'll get traded. Or they'll just trade him. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's still that dude. I I love Derrick Henry. He I said last year going into it, he was my number one running back. You guys thought I was fucking crazy. Finished RB four. I mean, it wasn't. You know, I was I wasn't so wrong. But I and I still think he's got RB one written top five potential all day. Yeah. So here's the thing about Tyler Algier. Probably not going to see the field much anymore. So that's kind of how they go. You don't use pick nine on a running back. Draft capital will always outweigh everything else. So you don't use pick nine on a running back if you don't plan on using the running back to basically your offense is going to revolve around that pick nine running back. I'm not saying it's it's not the right thing to do. It's not the smart thing in real life to do. Like establishing the run is so old school and it's so dumb that the Atlanta Falcons have to roll out this mentality of doing it. But that's a whole other topic for a whole other show. We don't even deep dive into that, but because they did it, that's what they're going to do. And so, yeah, Derrick Henry's still in mind. Josh Jacobs. Uh, he got, did he even sign that yet? Did he sign? I don't, I don't think so. That's always fun. As we, I don't think so. That we'll have to pay attention to that as we answer camp. So that'll be a fun, just charade roller coaster to listen to. Nick Chubb is still there. Maybe Nick Chubb gets some pass catching work. Cream Hunt likely not back there. We saw a couple big games out of Nick Chubb down the stretch there. So uh, he still gets no love though, because he's still not a first round pick to me. Ramondre Stevenson, big, big winner. Not a first round pick to me either. I, 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 I want nothing to do with him. I know it's, it's not a popular thing to say, but he's just so unsexy dude. I know he's so good at, he's so good in real life. Like he's a great running back to have in your team in real life, but yeah. And he still puts up fantasy points, but man, it's like, it's like a, Kyle Hendricks in baseball type way. Like how many times you can just get a hand on the ball. And he's going to get six yards. At some point he's got to catch passes to supplant some of the other stuff, but kind of same thing with Derrick Henry, I guess, but he's just not a animal. Derrick Henry's a fucking yeah. beast. Like JD said. Yeah. He's just that dude, man. There's, there's one Derrick Henry in the NFL and it's Derrick Henry. Yeah. He's a, but he's, that's a, he's a unicorn. Like that is a, we won't see, a Derek can't like something like that for, for a little while again, probably. So Ramondre Stevenson comes in at 10. He's a big winner too this offseason. They got they did nothing to add anything. I don't James Robinson is a meh point to me. So I think Ramondre is a big winner. He's still an RB1. Tony Pollard remains an RB1 for me. I don't think now do not think that Dallas is going to go into the season and force feed him to football and he's gonna get crap tons of Carries and targets all rolled into one. They're going to add somebody if it's not Deuce Vaughn, but Tony Pollard should be the 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 alpha of that. It's just not going to be a bell cow type like where he's the, he doesn't he's where he stays on the field all game like Derrick Henry. I don't see that. Or like Zeke did is kind of what I'm getting at. Prime Zeke. I still see Tony Pollard. Uh, somebody coming in there and eating into it a little bit, not as much as it was last year where with him and Zeke kind of splitting it there. Yeah, and then Travis Etienne rounds up the RB1s. I do worry about that a little also. That's why I kind of had him there. Doug Peterson said he wants to get two backs, start using two backs. He, uh, he, The coach, I hate when they say that. He's like, yeah, we want to become a two-running back team. They drafted Tank Bigsby, right, in the third <laughs> round? Yeah. 
but he does everything good enough to where he could probably withstand that. So yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, she's I'm uh, sorry. Hopefully, they will not have Pollard run up the middle when everyone expects the run. Yeah. Well, enjoy Schottenheimer. <laughs> they might miss Callan Moore in Dallas this season a little bit, possibly. Maybe not, though. But I think it's crazy they made him the scapegoat. I mean, I, I guess I don't. I don't watch enough Dallas Cowboys. I don't deep dive enough into Dallas Cowboys football. But he was a head coaching candidate, like a highly touted head coaching candidate, two years ago. Chose to go back because he got more money. I don't know. It's the whole scapegoat. You've said it a bunch. He's going to make the Chargers' offense fucking lit. The Cowboys' offense has been statistically a top ten, top. Top ten to top five offense under Kellen Moore, like he yeah, he was just a scapegoat for Dak being sloppy with the football and yep again in a in, good luck. Just all I could say. That's the whole again. I will digress on that. It's a whole other show, but I so do yeah, love Tony Pollard though. Love Tony Pollard. My RB twos, Aaron Jones. I still love him. I think the offense has to use these running backs a little bit more this season with Jordan Love there. So I, I do. I still like Aaron Jones, Najee Harris. We just talked about him. Old Krusty gonna get a lot of work. Um, they do. They are improved, and I think Kenny Pickett gets too much hate because I think he's actually gonna be better too this season. Uh, Jameer yeah, Gibbs, I do too. I think he's gonna be much better. They had a horrible yeah. line. His weapons were pretty subpar. I mean, he's a rookie quarterback. What rookie quarterbacks are good? People want. People just have recency bias and expect like instant success and it just doesn't happen to everybody in the nfl it just some sometimes you got to build to it so and you they see these guys play five games and they write them off for the rest of their career like oh he's done i see it i see the comments all the time it's when i look at i just laugh at twitter a lot of times when i go on there like a guy's five games in his career and all the comments are he's swat he sucks move on move on like oh Give it some I don't time. think he's going to be great, but how do we know? You just we, don't. How do we know? You just don't know. You say Kenny Pickett, you just don't know. You yeah, know? he that's he played decent towards the end of the year there. See, there's a JD knows. <laughs> yep. But yes, Jameer Gibbs, RB2 immediately for me, like I talked about, my number two rookie there. He on uh, Kenneth Walker still an RB two to me. I think they're going to use both the backs there. Kenneth Walker still maintains some RB two value. Uh, Dalvin Cook don't know where he's going. That's going to be interesting because he's going to be a June. That's funny because he could actually be cut now and just designated as a June first one. So this whole situation has been this whole situation makes me laugh in a sense because they're not so they're saving cap this year, but. That's not how the contracts technically work. Like it just gets pushed back a year. It's not that it's still dead cap to the Minnesota Vikings at some point. So it just gets pushed back a season. So they're saving 9 million this season, but all of the free agents are gone. So what are you doing? And then people go, well, they're going to try to extend their players. Extensions don't count for this season either. So they can extend Justin Jefferson, or yeah, so they can do, uh, they can extend him. They can extend everybody on this team. And it's put, it actually usually lessens the cap of that season. 
and it's pushed back to the net. So I don't know what Minnesota's doing. I think they're just ready to move on from them. It's just a very weird thing. So something else is going on there because saving, what are you saving cap for in a season that you've, there's no, nobody else to go out and buy. Yeah, and nobody. There's nobody. So and extensions don't matter for you either. So th- it's been a weird one. I think they just tried to trade him, couldn't find anybody to trade him, and they're gonna push. Yeah, they still deal. got they still got Alexander Madison there, who always plays well in Delvin Cookstead. And then oh. McBride, he'll be on here. He, he's a little late round, late round flyer later. But but, but yeah, Del- if Delvin Cook goes to Miami, still maintains RB two value. It, it does not kill the A chain value to me either. If he goes to Miami, a lot of people are gonna freak out. Anybody who drafted. Devon A. Chain and Dynasty are going to go, oh, no, it's Delvin Cook. Oh, my. First off, A. Chain was never going to be the bell cow. He was never – that's not his style. All this does is hurt. I hate – if you even have plans on using Mostert or Jeff Wilson, they're toast. That's all that means. It just – Delvin Cook still remains an RB2 to me in fantasy. Mostert and Wilson are gone. A. Chain keeps the same value. Don't freak out about it. That's not – Nothing. I'm not worried about that. I almost prefer if Dalvin Cook went there for a chain's value, because I think the more change of pace role, pass catching role out the back, like I like that a little bit in that offense for him. Keep the total touches down. I don't want to see him ran into the ground. He's just not big. So hopefully he does go there. I can see, but he's going to nuke a backfield. There's no doubt. So like the Pacheco, like all the Kansas City owners are just sitting there going like this right now when he gets cut like that because I can see Andy Reid pulling some move like that where Dalvin Cook goes to Kansas City. <laughs> Yo, running back is so disgusting, and I mean that in like a gross, disgusting way. Just looking at these backs, like I know Cam Akers had a rejuvenated last quarter of the season, but the fact that he's all the way up at 18 and James Conner again, I know he's had great – a um, couple of seasons in Arizona, but fuck number 20, Joe Mixon 21. Yeah. I love Joe. I love Joe Mixon, but like, you know, with what's looming over him with the, uh, what, what is it? A, uh, a domestic violence, a battery or something. Yep. So I don't know. He was, I don't even know. Somebody was on his property and he's shooting guns out the window. I don't, something like that weird was happening or oh. something. I don't, I don't even know the, the, the truth or the full story of whatever happened there, but Mixon, if he go, if he is, if he's not suspended and he goes back to Cincinnati, he's still an RB two for me. I'm not putting him in the RB one range, but you're right. Like, wait till you get past like Swift, Cook, Montgomery, Kamara. Like, that's that's ugly too. It's just, those those guys are supposed to be good RB twos, and I have no faith in any of these guys. Like, I don't want to draft any of these players, man. <laughs> it's just Cam Akers is going to get workload. Right. He's going to go there and we know the system is decent. I think the offense is going to be better again. We saw K. Milkers look pretty decent towards the end of last season. So I think he's, 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 I think he's a solidified RB2 for me. Damian Pierce, I'm going to actually move Damian Pierce up probably. Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to move him into the 16 15 range, possibly. They, when they double down, um, they went out and got a pretty good offensive lineman to help bolster that line. When was that? Friday or Thursday? Yeah. One of those days. Uh, they went out and got Shaq. And one thing I like, I think the line's pretty damn good in Houston. And if CJ Stroud gets a little bit, uh, helps that offense move a little bit better than David Mills or something like that, uh, could be a pretty good year for Damian Pierce. I, I like teams that invest in their line. They got a pretty good O-line there. So might move them up a little bit. 
think he might with the Delvin Cook news and things like that get his way into the 1615 range for me. So um, yeah, Shaq Mason signed a three-year 36 million dollar deal. He's yeah. gonna play right guard there. Yep. So that's what I mean. They got a pretty good line. Um so that's the thing. Running backs can if you have two bona fide top five running backs, you're gonna win your whole league. If you have the two guys that are putting up monster seasons, if you have Todd Gurley and Christian McCaffrey that one year or something like so any yeah. weird thing like that happens, yes, you're impossible to beat. But also then they can kill you because they get hurt more. And, yep. and, yeah, so that's that's it's a it's a very polarizing position, but I'm glad you brought up the ugh, factor. Cause when we do the one thing I want to do is the state of the position. It's like my version of a state of the union almost. Ooh. And it's going to be a, it'll be a, a website thing, but we can, I'll do a, a little quick hitter on it. But based on that, I'm definitely prioritizing getting one running back uh, within the first three rounds of this, of, uh, of our drafts this year. You have to. Yeah. Have so to. Look that's why guys, when you see the top, when my top, the overall comes out, we're going to do positions first. But when the overall comes out, you're going to notice probably, I think, eight running backs in the first round. Because yeah, makes sense. Because you, I feel like after after the chase, after Jefferson, Chase, Kelsey will be in the first round, things like that. Um, the rest of it should all be running backs because you want to want to get one of these guys because I don't feel comfortable Oh man, it's Week one. crazy thinking about having to take Josh Jacobs at like pick 12. Like that's I know. so gross. Like I wouldn't do like okay, so you got you got JJ, <laughs> you got Chase, you got Kelsey. That's three. Eckler four, McCaffrey five, Bijan six, JT seven, Saquon eight, Brees nine, Derrick Henry ten. Then then that's where you get to Nick Chubb, Ramondre, Jacobs. No thanks. I'll just draft a CD lamb right there, dude. And, or I'll go like, or I'll go my strategy. And, you know, we will talk about this when we do it. I'll just take a fucking, I might fuck with Josh Allen right there. Um, I'm not taking one of these running backs, dude. No, I'm not taking, you got to Damn. If you get picked 11 or 12 this year, you're kind of fucking fucked with the running back. It's almost essential that you take one of these guys. If you get one of those top eight picks, dude. Yeah. It's not, not overly fun. It's it really isn't. If like, you could pick 12, you're fucked. One through eleven, you're okay. Because you're running up with Chase, JJ, Kelsey, or one of those eight guys. I really think if you get picked 12, that's ugly, bro. I'm hoping to get pick five. Like I think this year that's a perfect pick so far. Early based on my rankings alone. I gotta see how I don't know ADP because nothing's really started. And obviously that plays a big factor in all this. But my rankings alone tell me I want like pick five. I don't mind getting pick pick one always scares me because I, I just don't like it. It's nice to have it. I'd rather have pick one in super flex. I do not like it in non super flex because there's a lot of pressure on that top skill guy having them. So yeah, when all of them are like the same, whether it's yeah. or DMC, it, I don't fucking care. I'll, I'd rather have pick three. So on the turn, I have a pick before. Yep. You yeah, got it. You know how it rolls. You, sure. you, you nailed it. And that's, but, this, but so, yeah, so the top five, I would not mind. Cause then I can solidify something and I can lock in either. Obviously Jefferson and chase will be in there for me, but then you kind of have to come back around with based on my rankings. Like I'd be completely content with a, a, a Jefferson Ramondre Stevenson start. So I still think you can make it work. 
when based okay. on my overalls when you start doing that. Like I'm I'd be okay with that or a Tony Pollard or an ETN or something coming back after getting a Jefferson. So it's a but after that, yeah, the running backs then on your next turn back through are just gonna be oh boy, good luck. You're not you're gonna Fuck take some flyers. I'm not thinking they gotta take RB one and get in, in the first round. Just looking at what we're looking at right now. And this is like the pre 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 draft show. Damn. Yeah, we got a long way to go. Don't this is super early to start doing this stuff, but it's yeah. we gotta start. Because if we can get a jump start on this and be ahead of the curve, this is where you want to be. So I'll try my yeah, best. You take, like a, you take like a lamb and Tyree Kill or something. Um Use my rankings over use the rankings that we put. You're gonna rank too. So I will I will be ranking. So use our use our aggregate rankings (laughs) if you need to and over what you're and then look at what your platform's telling you to do. So like if you see a guy that we have ranked high, don't take him where we tell you to take him if CBS has him ranked like at 28 or 30 or something. Wait, get him where you do you want to make sure you can stack all these guys? So take people always are drafting people where the Q tells them, or not the Q, but like the stock Q tells them. So ESPN be like, these seven guys are the next seven guys in the Q, but really there's seven guys under those seven guys. who you should probably be taken better because ESPN is whack as fuck with their rankings. You got it. Exactly. So that's why you got to get your rankings and then go to your, your platform, look at your draft room and see how they kind of pan out. Cause you can get some good steals. Then you don't have to pay for it either. You don't have to jump up to try to get that guy. Cause we said, go get that guy. But yeah. Oh boy. It's not going to be fun running back. We're going to do a whole show on running back. So this, it'll be a, a blast when we start talking about some of those later guys later on, but you kind of see where the state of it is at now. So that's a good, that's a good start. Yeah. I like some, I mean, I like, I think, Miles Sanders is a decent back end RB2 to me because I think the workload's gonna be there. But he's gonna he's probably gonna get be a third or fourth fourth round. So like you're taking him quite early too. Like if you're waiting on running back, you, ooh, this is not the zero art. I mean, Madison was probably gonna move up when Cook goes, so he won't be back there anymore. He's gonna uh, shoot up a roll. He'll shoot up I, a lot. But I traded I traded Alexander Madison for Gardner Minshew last year. Because I needed a quarterback in the in the semifinals of the playoffs, and Jalen Hurts is my quarterback. He got hurt, obviously, and I was like, "Man, I don't want to make this trade because I think Madison's going to be the guy." But you're like, yeah. but "Go win the fucking league!" And yeah. I asked my mom. I was like, "Mom, I was my mom was making pasta. I was at her house. I was like, should I trade Alexander Madison for Gardner Minshew?" And she's like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." And I was like, "Do you think I should make this trade or no?" She goes. Yeah, you should go make the trade. I was like, I'll make the trade then. You got to go for it now. Go, always go for it now. Don't worry about Madison becoming a bell cow. In That's the only, and, and you know I'm a go now, always go now guy. And I'm glad I did because Gardner Rich, you ended up putting 28 points that game, and I fucking squeaked it out by like six points. So Yeah. So that's why. Madison will probably move up to – he might be an RB2. He probably will be an RB2. Yeah. He'll be so an RB2 on my rankings. I got to figure out where – I don't know exactly where just yet. Javante, I ha- I love Javante. He's 22 because I don't know his status yet. He's a guy for me that might move up if we get closer, and I feel like he's going to be uh, there because I absolutely love Sean Payton's system for running back. So uh, Javante's a guy I like. But you might have to pay for him. That's the best part about it. Right now, he's pretty late. So based on other – so, yeah. 
that's that's one of those things again. Ranking ADP. Ranking ADP. It, we will be breaking down a lot of rankings versus ADP as we get closer because it's a big part of drafting. Penny, I like um you love you love fucking Penny. You've been talking about this guy all off season. I do have I have Swift. Obviously, I have Swift higher. There's not, but I have a lot of people are bananas on Swift. I have him at 27 right to start in the PBR league. I've seen people have him already up in the 20s from moving to Philly, but I don't. I saw a guy trade like three 24 first round draft picks for him in a fucking dynasty league. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. He's on a one year deal, right? He's playing out a land of a contract right now that they got him for. And I think, no offense to him, he. He's a very good pass catching bag. I just think Rashad Penny fits how they rush the football a little bit better than DeAndre Swift does. So I feel like that's he's the beast when, he, when he's healthy. He's fucking fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. We we'll break it down later. That awesome, know. brother. That was just a sneak peek. You guys can go look at the rankings right now at uh, bloodlinenetwork.com and go see the full top 75 of those running back rankings along. We'll have wide receiver up this week too. And quarterback I have done tight end. I have not finished yet. Wide receiver taking forever though, because good Lord, that's a very long and deep position to fill. There's like so, 90 of them. It's crazy for me to get to top 300 for you guys. I had to get into like the one thirties for wide receivers. <laughs> Yeah, so because you know, there's no defense, there's no kickers, so you you lose yeah. you lose right away, like forty guys. You have to replace them with actual talent. Correct. I might we might have to expend running back for the top. We'll, we'll see how it's kind of shaking out right now. But yeah, that was fun. Thank you for coming on and shooting the shit. Got to break down of the, the most fun trade of the history of fantasy football. We got to post that one and see what people think at some point. That's what we need to do and see. Like with the players and everything. Yeah. Right. that's and then Make a poll. <laughs> like who, who did the worst or something? <laughs> we know who did the worst. But... <laughs> God, I love you, Blake. I love you, Blake. But yeah, we do. Gotta do you make... baby boy. Do you go get your guy. You know what? If this show needed a title, it would be get go get your guy. Well, I'm glad we could talk some dynasty talk on rookie drafts tonight. Nothing to no tears, no nothing. Just shoot the shit. That's my favorite thing to do. So appreciate it, Tim. You could t- you know what to do. Dude, it was a fucking blast, bro. I love Roto Slappers. You kill it with Blake baseball. But I love Roto Slappers football, man. I love coming on, chopping it up with you. We got to do some dynasty. We got to do some redraft. I cannot wait for two weeks from now to come back on and start our mock draft. When we do our mock drafts, it'll just be part of the show, and we'll talk about other shit, too. It's not going to occupy the whole show. But fuck that. I love drafting. So I can't wait to get on, start doing our mock drafts. We're each going to draft for six teams. So 12 teams total, six each. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. It'll be the first taste of the overall rankings, too, so it'll be nice. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. And Streets, I love you, bro. You killed it. You're always killing it. Thanks for everything you do. But you can find me, your boy, at the Tim King Show on all major social media and exclusively right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. And as always, 
watching this video, please hit that like button. Watching this video, please hit that subscribe button. And go to the website, bloodlinenetwork.com for all your sports, wrestling, and entertainment needs. And I'm Streets. I will see you guys Monday night as we break down some fantasy baseball because we are still going strong in the fantasy baseball season. And you know what? A little sneak peek for you, Tim, on that one. Baseball is, I got the date. The, so the data in baseball is starting to pan out and it's starting to level out a little bit. And I'm just going to let you know one little sneak peek. I'm going to tell Blake on Monday night. They're, the ball is juiced because the, the exit velocities have gone down. Like it's starting to even back out. Pitchers are starting to like, they were bad for a month, but it's starting to get a little bit better starting pitching. So the exit velocities are decreasing again, going back down to league averages, but the home runs and the distances that the balls are flying are still up. So the ball is juice. So, but we'll break down that and much, much, much more in fantasy baseball. Monday night. uh, All I do is win, win, win. (laughs) And uh, yeah. So we'll break that down a whole lot more too, besides uh stat cast data Monday night, eight o'clock central time. Um, any shows tomorrow? Do you want to answer this before we go? Yo, yeet man. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you, bro. Any good underrated guys for stolen basis streets? There's a lot of, so we're going to talk about this on Monday night. Stolen bases are um, probably, Nine, holy shit, like 98% up than what they were a season ago today. Everybody's running right now. So if you're looking for underrated stolen bases, I would, uh, Asturi Ruiz in Oakland is probably the guy I would, I would go and do. I don't know how deep your league is to be honest with you. So it gets hard to say that, but I know, and he's like 23% rostered only in a lot of shallow leagues, but he has 18 stolen bases already on the season so far. He's going to be, he's probably a guy who's going to in, he's probably going to be a 60 stolen base guy by the end of the season this year, based on the pace that he's at, but it, it might not be that crazy this season based on all of the, of the bases, uh, the stolen bases that are going on. Everybody's running. It's just bananas. The White Sox suck, so they're not. But everybody. But uh, but yeah, but that's probably the guy I would say is Esteri Ruiz. Although I hated on him a little bit when we were doing the drafts because I don't buy the bat per se. But he's he, in Oakland. He, he don't matter because he don't play and he's just gonna run right now and obviously gonna run eight. Oh, what about what about my boy Jorge Mateo? He's still out there stealing bases, hitting home runs. Yeah, Jorge Mateo surprisingly has still held on to um i thought he would have fallen off a long time ago i'm not even gonna so lie to you on that i told you didn't draft him man. but uh but he i mean he's had a bad week so we're gonna talk about that because it's i don't want to spoil too much about monday night but he's he's can't his batting average has come down a little bit but he still has 12 stolen bases on the season so he's he's still the guy that i think he's gonna be he's gonna he's gonna hit from decent not a i'd say 15 home run power still, but an easy 30, 40 stolen base guy by the season. So he's still pretty good. I think that the career year thing is probably out the window based on the batting average drop, but we'll, we'll dig into why he's only going to hit 220, and he's not going to, he's going to steal you. He's going to steal you bases, hit a couple home runs. He ain't going to hit for average, but I'm not a fantasy baseball guru. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend to give you any sort of knowledge on that. <laughs> he hits the ball hard. So you were thinking if he can keep hitting the ball hard, even though if he's hitting a lot of ground balls, he, ball on play equals higher batting average. That's just usually how it goes. So if in case anybody needs to know how baseball works, Tony Gwynn was good at it. Hit, hit ball hard, hit ball and play, batting average go up. 
right? Less balls in play, lower batting average, maybe more home runs. Well, that's the MLB. Um, that's yeah. what it is nowadays. It's a three strike, outcome, it's strike a three out, outcome game. Home yep. run or you walk. You got that's it. So pretty much it. You're not getting base hits anymore. But yeah, so yeah, that's probably fizzling out. But history Ruiz, thank you for the question. That was awesome to get a baseball one in tonight on this one too. But yeah, so we'll see you Monday night. It. Who's on anybody on tomorrow night? Tomorrow, what do we got? So tomorrow is Sunday. Tomorrow is Mother's Day. Um, first of all, happy Mother's Day to JD, the first lady of the Bloodline Entertainment happy Network. Day. Put your one up for JD for sure. And of course, happy Mother's Day to all of the Bloodline um, wives and girlfriends. And happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. My mama and your mama and everyone's mama. We love moms here at the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Um, so as far as shows go tomorrow, um, no, um, I actually, I was thinking about, not thinking about, I was going to do the Tim King show tonight, do wrestling, but man, I just wanted to chill the fuck out with you and just do fantasy football tonight. So I moved the Tim King show off. I was on Pornhub last night where Ritter, I talked for three hours about wrestling. Um, you can go look at all my uploads this week. You get plenty of Tim King on this network talking wrestling, but I might go live tomorrow night around 8.30 oh. standard time. Uh, I might have a guest or two um, once I get home from my parents' house. Do nice. a little live show myself. My wife's working till, um, till like midnight tomorrow night. It sucks for her, um, uh, you know, especially on Mother's Day. But I'll be home. So I was thinking I might go live to a little Bloodline Entertainment Network Mother's Day TK show. Nice. Monday night, Roto Slappers, obviously. Tuesday night, we got the director's cut. Graydon's back, doing awesome stuff. All week on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. UW Pod's always dropping hot heat content. Brocast will be dropping an episode this week. JD and Russell every Thursday. Top Rope Fridays. You got Circle of Debate Saturdays. Bakley and his MMA content with the MMA show Wednesday night. And Bakley be doing uploads every Wednesday for his MMA as well. What is it? The Bloodline Dirt Band, baby. is it. That's what it is. We are it. That's what we are. So we got content coming for you all week long. Check the socials. Check the website. It's, it's there. It's popping all yeah. week long. Such good shit. Right? That's how you say it. Is that what Vince said? Such good shit. It's such good, good, good shit. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so I'll see. Well, you got Tim tomorrow night. I'll see you Monday night. Dogging it with De Niro Monday night. Oh, Monday my night raw. I was gonna. I had Fuck it. I didn't me, forget dude. about it. I love you, De Niro. I'm so sorry. Dogging it raw. Dogging with De Niro every Monday night, nine thirty Central Standard Time. Literally. De Niro goes live for the last thirty minutes of Monday Night Raw. Breaks it down. Watches the main event with you. Oh, baby. I, I'm so sorry. Monday night raw. Dogging. Let's go. So and hey. I'll always Mike, Mike, another, network, worry. another network, Creation World, one hour. Go check them out. YouTube, over on Twitch, my boy, Matt Ritter, hosting our boy, Dan Bakley, uh, Katie Kinsey Bay Bay, and I'm sure they got some of their other crew, maybe Just, maybe Rika, I don't know what they're going on. But they're talking the Final Destination series on Creation World in about an hour. Go check them out. Great it's stuff so over on that network. In my, I would, Don't worry. Mr. Uh, Danilo, we weren't going to forget about you because I was going to say, and after Roto Slappers, don't forget to stay tuned to uh, with our boy De Niro as he breaks down the Raw main event. So I was going to get to it, so don't worry. I didn't forget. It was okay. But it's it's either here nor there anymore. 
<laughs> nah, that's all right. All right. Well, I'm getting out of here now. I am exhausted. It has been a one hell of a day. Let's go see what magic we can make in some trades now, because I see that now that Maddie and uh, Nick over there broke the ice and got the, the floodgates going on a Saturday night, I'm going to crack another beer and see what kind of uh, magic we can make. All of you out there, have a good rest of your weekend. Happy Mother's Day. I appreciate you all for watching. From the bottom of my heart, we'll see you next time. I've got something for you.